This call is being recorded. You are Locked On Browns, your daily podcast covering the Cleveland Browns. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good evening, everybody. Uh, we did have our original plans here. You know, usually about this time of the week, we'll go with our first thoughts, and we will get to some thoughts on the Buffalo Bills. Um, not breaking news like we got to talk about Odell, uh, that move when that happened, uh, but we got some things to get here. Jeff Lloyd, Browns Maven of SI.com, Pete Smith, your local experts on the biggest story, Browns-wise, for your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. Uh, J.C. Treader, three-year extension, uh, guaranteed $23 million. Deals total of money, you know, 32 and a half, I do believe. Great move. Um, look, you know, two and six, whatever the season is where it is, certainly not really because of a guy like J.C. Treader. Uh, a guy like J.C., he's just come here and was a good player in Green Bay, but injuries what befelled him he's been able to prove that here um you've had joel batonio on the show guys you've had kevin zeitler on the show talk about the type of guy the type of man that jc treader is the type of player this was one that you know hey could have gotten done earlier i i don't care about the timing as long as you make moves like this and you get him right i've talked with jc's dad through social media he's talked about his love for the area um, he's getting married shortly after the season ends you know him and joel batonio seriously tight off the field. They kind of wanted to stay near each other, things of that nature. Uh, people within the building, um, and there's always the John Dorsey guy, and, you know, and obviously JC came over with some of the influence uh, of, you know, the front office that came from Green Bay. But JC Treader won over a lot of people last year playing with that ankle injury. There were several, several people after that Charger game when he went walking out in that walking boot said, could be a month before we see JC Treader again. Week in, week out, showed up. You had Batonio, you had Zeitler tell them both. They weren't sure they would have been able to play with an injury like that. Just a testament of the man. These are the guys you keep around, Pete. These are the guys that deserve it. And, you know, got a couple more in line. But, John Dorsey, thanks for getting one right today. Right. I mean, the only question was why hadn't this been done sooner? Uh, The money's about pretty much right where it should be. Um, It's great news for Treader. Uh, obviously, he had expressed before the season he was uh, hoping to get a deal done to stay in Cleveland, but he wasn't hadn't heard anything at that point and was not going to get into it any at any further point this year. So this wasn't really so much expected at this point as more we were hoping it would get done. Uh, the the if there was any hint that this might be coming, it was going ahead and and trading. Austin Corbett, uh, basically, you know, there was no one else left. Uh, Mm -hmm. So maybe that's what prompted this. But either way, it's good. It's I like the message it sends Um, in terms of, you know, J.C. Treader is obviously a very good player. Uh, He may or, you know, he may finally get enough credit to, you know, maybe get some uh, Pro Bowl nods or something along those lines. He's, He's playing at a really high level. Uh, good guy in terms of the locker room, obviously what he was willing to put himself through last year. Uh, you know, the, the, the rest of the locker room, uh, that sent a message to them in terms of, you know, just uh, the amount he's willing to put himself through basically almost never practicing, uh, but getting out there on one leg much of the time and, and playing at a reasonably high level. Uh, so, you know, and the other, the other, thing is this gives this team direction, at least on the offensive line. You know, if 
with him and Betonio in the fold, that, you know, that sends a message that this is where this team is going. They've got to address the other three spots, uh, whether those are already in the process of doing it or if, you know, they're still going to have to go out and get it like in the, in the upcoming draft. But that is one very good player uh, that uh, is locked up. Uh, he'll be 32 when this deal ends. At that point, you know, it's probably a year-to-year type situation. And then, uh, you know, if he's still playing at a high level and wants to keep going, they can keep going. But uh, last but not least is the fact that Baker Mayfield keeps his center, which is obviously valuable. Uh, it's the only center he's known in the NFL. Uh, he's very good, and you don't want to mess with that part of it either. But he's also smart, does all those things in terms of protection calls and, and things like that. He's just really valuable. His ability to pull – uh, work on the move is an added asset that not a lot of centers have. He can do things that others can't, um, which is just it's good all around. Uh, when we had Joe Schobert on last year in February, and uh, you know we had talked about it because Joe went through an injury last year, and obviously JC with his injury, and Joe pointed to a guy like JC, and look, you know sometimes in this, especially with this franchise where it's been you know seasons over early, uh, I'm banged up, you know. Basically, you know, and, and Joe had said, you don't want to be the first guy to tap out. Tap out is whether you're on the waiver to be on IR and your year's over. And Joe said that J.C. Treader basically made a state, you know, basically put that statement out there by playing with what he played. And that's what leaders do. Those are guys who deserve C's on their chest. It's that type of thing. So I, I just couldn't be happier about the move. Uh, you know, J.C., you know, he's a good player, quality man, you know, and, you know, he bought into this franchise when it wasn't good. Granted, it's you know supposed to be better than it is right now at two and six, but shows the willingness to no, I want to be a part of this. And another thing is just thumbing through social media and seeing fans of other teams a little aggravated that you know JC Treader is not going to hit the open market. Um, normally, people ain't running hoping that a free agent is going to slip out the door in Cleveland. But this was the case with J.C. Treader. I know there were teams, I know there were Jet fans that were hoping J.C. Treader would somehow get out the door um, so they could get a crack at him. So just great move. Uh, you know, it, it's, two and six sucks in every way, but to know that it's not going to totally get ripped apart. Uh, money-wise, we'll get into the, just this aspect of it here. Um, you know, look, you look at Chris Hubbard, you look at Greg Robinson, they're not going to be here. J.C. Treader gets some money. You're hoping to have a guy like Wyatt Sexton who's uh, not making a ton of money uh, at right guard. Uh, you've got Forbes in the fold. Obviously, Pete, you know, an offensive lineman, if not two at the tackle position very well, may be part of the 2020 class. It's not going to shake up the overall amount of what you're paying this offensive line because you're going to move on from some guys who probably aren't deserving of the salaries they're making but, you know, look, the last thing you needed to do was to go into 2020 and say it was Joel Batonio and a whole bunch of freaking question marks. Yeah. Um, turnover on the offensive line isn't easy in general. Um, but when you're talking about two, three, and potentially four uh, new starters, that's really difficult. Uh, the Browns right now are hoping – they have, they're going to end up with three at the end of this season. Uh, maybe they can get a fourth if they take the uh, approach I would recommend with a guy like Drew Forbes. Um, and you get a fourth, and then you're only looking for one. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be tough. And this works out from an accounting standpoint. And about $11 million per year is 
right on, you know, pretty much right where the comps would have him. Um, I, I had written something earlier in the year talking about this, and, and that, you know, 33 million was about right where I, I was at where I had it. Um, it, it you know, the ideal situation is you have Batonio and Treader on those uh, premium contracts, and then you get three guys on rookie contracts uh, to make this work. And that, that is part of why uh, they ultimately um, – they ultimately made the move with Zeitler uh, is they didn't want to have to pay that many premium contracts. And that's why ultimately they're going to get out. I mean, that's part of the reason they're going to get out of Robinson and, and, uh, and Hubbard. Uh, Hubbard. Um, and I just want to say uh, Wyatt Teller. Sorry for that one. Wyatt Sexton. I don't even know who the hell Wyatt Sexton is, but great move uh, today. It, it's just, it, it's look, I, so many times you so so many guys get extensions and it, you know it's not warranted or these guys didn't do things the right way or however they achieved it to it and then you know it's a contract you end up regretting um he's earned it here he's you know and this guy's been through a ton ton of injuries and you know earned it last year and he's obviously certainly earned it this year you know there could be a trip obviously like Pete said to the pro bowl JC Treader it's you know p- people are taking notice and people are taking notice league wise and for me, I always go, you know, the respect of a man, how do I get it? I want to know about those closest to him. And those, you know, obviously his teammates, friends, they, they speak extremely well of him. So yeah, this is just a great move. We'll get to a little bit of Bill's preview here on Locked On Browns. Jeff Lloyd, Pete Smith, are you the type of fan that knows football so well that you could choose any game and call it? Well, my bookie is the place for you because they let you turn all your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet between football season and NBA. Now we have the start of college basketball. It's time to get off the sidelines and get in on the action with my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Fantasy-wise, over-unders on players. It's I like to do it for primetime games, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. You know, you have one guy in the game, 12 and a half. I think he's going to beat that. You can always bet on that as well. Uh, lots of fun you can do with MyBookie, mybookie.ag. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. So if you put $1,000, I'm sorry, if you put $2,000 in there, they will give you $1,000 in free money to play with. MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code, all caps, locked on, no space. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Pete, we are going to face the Buffalo Bills this Sunday. Another member of the five first-round pick 2018 quarterback class, Josh Allen. He's been statistically better this year. They, you know, they put a guy around him like John Brown. John Brown just seems to be like that guy. You know exactly what he is. Although he's not going as vertical this year. Cole Beasley, I thought, was a little bit of a weird fit because, you know, with Allen's, you know, accuracy issues. Usually don't want them Smurfs around, but uh, it's a hell of a lot better than the Kelvin Benjamin days. Uh, let's get into a little bit here. Buffalo Bills. Uh, they're a good defensive team. Uh, that is what they do well. Um, they want to keep the game low scoring. Um, 
and try to basically do enough um, to keep it close and give themselves a shot to win at the end. Um, their offense, they have a few interesting players. Uh, they've got John Brown, uh, who they signed to be an explosive weapon to try to create some instant offense to sort of go with uh, Josh Allen's arm. He wasn't the only one, but he's been the most successful. Uh, they've done with that. They have um, a young, but at least interesting offensive line. Um, they, they made some big investments there that have, that have paid off uh, with like Deion Dawkins and, you know, the, the guy they drafted this year, which is what prompted them to trade Wyatt Teller in the first place. Uh, their running back, Devin Singletary, is interesting. He's a guy some people really liked in the draft process. Uh, he's sort of become the full uh, main guy, uh, taking over for guys like Frank Gore, who they were riding earlier in the season. Uh, Josh Allen, uh, I still think he's Ronnie Brown, largely <laughs> a wildcat quarterback. Um, he, they're not a very good passing team. He does run the ball quite a bit. In fact, he runs the ball probably more than Lamar Jackson does in terms of how critical it is for their offense. Um, but yeah, I mean, defensively, they've got some really, really talented players. Uh, they took uh, the uh, better Edmonds brother. Um, yes. <laughs> out of Tech. He's very important. Tremaine Edmonds is very impressive, was super young, athletically gifted. They, they played his entire out. rookie season at 20. 20, yeah. And he's enormous. Uh, and then, yep. uh, yeah, he obviously added Ed Oliver this this season uh, in the draft, uh, who I absolutely adored in the draft process. And they're they're really happy with what they've gotten out of him so far. Uh, I mean, they, they they've got a lot of interesting players. They've got some pretty good DBs. Their safeties are probably one of the more underrated groups in the league with Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. And Trey yeah, White, another uh, solid player. But they're just very solid across the board. They're not to per, to particularly like spectacular. Tredavious White is very good. Um, but yeah, I mean they 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 are not flashy, but they 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 don't make a lot of mistakes. Um, and it, you know they they tend to play in a lot of low scoring games, and they've obviously beaten some some uh, you know some competition that hasn't been great. But they they are six and two, and Sean McDermott seems to consistently overperform expectations in his career uh, as their head coach. So, you know, they're, they're tough. Uh, now, look, I mean, if we were going to talk about this, Pete, there's obviously no way to ignore this. You know, are the Browns a more talented roster? It's probably pretty safe to say. What's the difference right now between what's going on in Cleveland and what's going on in Buffalo? Is Buffalo knows who they are as a team. They're playing like a team. They, you know, and like you said, they keep the game tight and either they can fight you off at the end and hold you back with their defense or keep it just close enough where they can make a play or two in the end of the game. Uh, you know, the one thing I took out of uh, last Sunday, you know, Frank Gore going over there, you know, saying, oh, Adrian Peterson, giving him a little nub, saying, hey, man, talk to the kid. You know, and, and you see, you know, Adrian Peterson go over and embrace Devin Sangletary, give him some time. And you're talking with Joe Marino the other night. It was just funny. He's like, Devin Singletary, it's like he's Frank Gore's mini-me. Whatever Frank Gore wears to practice is what Devin Singletary is wearing to practice. Frank Gore shows up at a meeting, whatever books or utensils, whatever he needs to get through the meeting and notes and stuff like that, 
Devin Singletary's right right near him. And so, like, you like to see a kid and appreciate a kid who's looking out for, you know, guidance. And, you know, when you have a player like Frank Gore, and it's amazing that he's done it as long as he has, it's a good guy to basically follow around on the hip. But Pete, they know who they are, and they play to it for 60 minutes each and every week. Right. I mean, they, 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 I think, you know, for when we're talking about the Browns, one of the, the things that they lack is identity. The Bills know exactly who they are, uh, and you know exactly what you're going to get from them. Uh, they're they're going to be a defensively built team that, that tries to avoid mistakes on offense, doesn't make a ton of explosive plays. Um, don't, you know, aren't, aren't necessarily a high scoring team. I mean, they haven't really scored against anyone particularly, uh, but that, that, that's their deal. If, if they don't make big mistakes and they can keep uh, high time of possession and keep the ball out of the opponent's hands and do those type of things, then they're in great shape. If they, you know, get into trouble with turning over the football, uh, if they can't, you know, run the ball effectively, then, then they are really limited in what they can do. So, I mean, it's not, you know, difficult to figure out how to beat them. It's just about going out and doing it. I definitely agree with that because, it's, and this is what we said, you know, and it can obviously you saw it with the Raven game. And there's times where this talent for the Browns can just show up and it'll just be enough. Um, you do have doubts about everything else is going around here about the coaching. And now I saw, well, we don't know how we're going to fit Kareem Hunter and, you know, and, and that's even kind of what we you know said a couple of days. Said last night is you know it's great to get Kareem Hunt back, but if you can't find a way to get Odell Beckham Jr. cooking, I mean you got Nick going. It's you know do they have enough burners on the stove to handle all this? Which more and more, I mean it looks questionable. There's just no way around that here. It's it's getting a little. You, you got nerves about it, and you know do you have confidence that it's going to show up? Yeah, I don't know that you necessarily. Do we got a couple more things we're going to get to here today? Uh, I got a question we're going to hit Pete with here in a second, and then we're going to talk a little bit as obviously Pete uh, and the folks from uh, and the kids from Streetsboro uh, take on the fighting LeBron James's tomorrow night. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash right now. Our listeners can get five dollars off their first order of fifteen dollars or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code Locked On. All caps, no space. Local restaurants, local restaurants, franchise restaurants. Hex. I don't know if Popeyes is on there, but everybody wants that damn chicken sandwich. It is pretty good. I'm not gonna lie to you. But go ahead, use the DoorDash app on Google, on uh, obviously you know in your iTunes store. Go ahead, get to it. Use the promo code Locked On. Like I said, five dollars off your first purchase of fifteen dollars more. Thanks to the folks over at DoorDash. We were lacking confidence as to whether or not they were going to wisen up and realize that there are some players here that need to be extended. Now, with JC getting it, do we do you feel a little more confident that Joe's run at Cleveland is going to go longer? Um, I don't know if I feel more <laughs> confident. I feel like it's more necessary, given what I think have been part of the problem uh, with this team in terms of like they have had a bad habit of betting on the wrong people uh, in terms of character and reliability and those type of things. So I think Treader and Schobert both fit in terms of guys that you reward that 
you know, that pay off and don't aren't just good football players, but they benefit what you're trying to build here. Uh, uh, J.C. Treader, a, a leader on the, on the offensive line, Joe, Joe Schobert is, if he's not the leader, he's definitely a leader in the uh, on the defense, and he's the only linebacker they have that's worth a damn right now. So um, he's a great player. It would be silly to let him walk out the door, uh, especially when they have nothing behind him to speak of at this point. So, I mean, that it, it, it's I, – I mean, I, I, can't, I wish I could say that I was confident John Dorsey was going to get this done um, because it's obvious, but – you know, it's hard hard to know. I, I think I feel slightly better, but we'll see. I mean, the timing of it, yeah, it definitely comes with a you know weirdness, and especially like two and six, and you know where are we at, and what's the future here. But it's good to know that they're you know they are thinking long term. So with that move, Pete, uh, you know Higgins has been a hot topic here over the last thirty six forty eight hours. Is this the week where they finally just say, "Holy crap, we may have really." effed ourselves royally because I'm getting the feeling that Rashard Higgins looks like he's going to get put back to his normal role or again I don't know why the name's being continuously brought up at this point Uh, it's hard it's difficult to imagine they don't simply from the standpoint of it has been brought up it was brought up by Todd Munkin and his presser um, which Again, a lot of people want to give him like a pass for what's going on. He's absolutely involved in part of this process, and they need to do a better job of just being smart uh, with their the player usage and those type of things. Uh, and certainly that's an easy way to do it. I, I mean, I, I understand why Callaway is an attractive option, but it's just not as reliable. He makes too many mental mistakes and those type of things where Higgins, at least, you know, to this point in his career – is just better, uh, has that connection with Baker Mayfield, and just has more to sort of offer in terms of just being reliable on every play. Um, you know, if it, how that sort of translates, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't care who's out there on the first play of the game. I care who's out there on the on the last play of the game when you need when you need it to happen. Um, and there's every reason to believe that right this second. Uh, that Higgins is the best option they've got, um, arguably ahead of uh, Landry and, and Beckham, just in terms of you know how well they uh, seem to work with Baker Mayfield. Now, I, you know maybe that's uh, impacted a little bit by the injury, and, and maybe it's not clicking as well as it was. It's hard to know without being a practice, but uh, you know they're out of excuses, so you know it's they they needed to come to some sort of uh, answer on this one way or the other. And that would seemingly be uh, what this is building up to. And last year, you know, it was the Raven game and it was Higgins birthday caught the touchdown pass, you know, the home, the home game went, you know, won in overtime on the, you know, the Joseph tipped kick that had just enough for the victory. Richard got hurt that day. You know, we did the post game. We were happy about the win. And we said, you're going to notice the absence of Richard Higgins while he's not here for a couple of weeks. Well, again, this year injured, you notice the absence, then just the non usage of him, And it sticks out like a sore thumb. And at this point, look, it's all about W's and, you know, with the weather turning, 
Buffalo being able to give up you know yards on the ground. This is the one Achilles heel the Bills defense has, and I've done a couple of things with Buffalo got folks here this week where you know you can run on them, and so it's great to get Kareem Hunt back this week because if you actually want to run the ball 35, 40 times, you've got the backs to do it. Uh, but look, you just can't take another loss knowing you know hoping on Antonio Callaway on his thirty three percent reception rate, which is Terrible. Um, look, you can't rely on the kid because sometimes he can't keep himself on the field, NFL legally wise. Uh, then when he's on the field, he's not in the right place. I mean, it's. I don't care if he's a better athlete. We all know this, but it's what works best for your quarterback, what works best for your offense. If you blew a fourth round pick on Antonio Callaway, who the hell cares? You blew pick 33. On Austin Corbett, Pete. Yeah, uh, no question. But again, really, make it simpler than that. What's going to help you win football games? And to this point, uh, it, it's hard to argue that it's uh, Callaway. Um, so, I mean, in terms of your success and when you've been better, uh, Higgins has been a bigger part. Uh, and again, it doesn't have to be or. It could just be a matter of, you know, given situation. I like, I don't, you know, if you want to go uh, a smoke screen of some sort, or you want to go down the field uh, on some sort of fade route, which they love to throw to Callaway. Uh, he's certainly better than Higgins, but when it comes to finding space in the uh, middle of zones, when it comes to just converting uh, to getting a, a key third down con- moved, um, I, w- I, I want to go to Higgins. And that's, that's where that's at with me. Exactly. I mean, look, even whatever the route calls for, if the depth is, whether it's 10 to 12 yards and it's third down, Rashard Higgins, he is the intelligent of, okay, all right, that's where I got to be. And he'll get there. And underrated part of Rashard Higgins is there is some good yards after catch, some good yak with Rashard Higgins. Look, at this point, you ain't got to lose. You got nothing to lose. I mean, it's, it's as bad as bad can be. So you might as well say, well, this guy's done more. This guy's got a better relationship with Baker. We need a win. And, you know, and to the man, fan-wise, and probably within that locker room, if we're going to lose, I'd rather lose with Rashard Higgins getting this third wide receiver shot than I would with Antonio Callaway. It's 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 just that simple for me. And, you know, you will always know that Rashard Higgins is, you know, just as much as J.C. Treader, where we give ourselves a pat on the back about this one. Rashard Higgins, we kind of hold in that esteem as well as, you know, this is a guy you want around. This is what this is what you want. Pete, tomorrow night, actually we're about 23 hours away here. The Streetsboro Rockets head into the state, uh, the Ohio State playoffs. St. Uh, Vincent, St. Mary's, LeBron James's alma mater. Pete, how are you, the kids? How is everybody feeling going in tomorrow night? Uh, I think we feel good. I mean, it's, they're, they're good. They're tough. They've got a lot of, uh, history behind them. Um, they've won state championships. Although when they did that, they had NFL players on their team, uh, with Paris Campbell and Dante Booker and guys like that. Um, I don't know if they've got anybody quite that good, but they've got some really good players. Uh, you know, they'll be, they'll be tough. Uh, if we're smart with the football, if we, we take care of the things we, we know we can take care of, then, you know, we think we can play with anybody. 
Uh, all right, Pete, you personally excited? Oh yeah, I mean, look, this is it, you know, there's no question that part of the reason you get into this uh, is, is to to be able to compete and win. Um, you know, you're fired up to be able to get in these games, like the the win and go home type atmosphere where there's so much on the line. Uh, you know, you don't. I mean, there there there's there's always like the romantic notion of just being out there on Friday night and trying to win a football game, but there's, you know, there's that added element of uh, just how big of a game is and not just playing any opponent, but you're playing against, you know, a, the best opponent. Our, our region in the state of Ohio is absolutely loaded. Every team is good. Um, you know, there are, you know, about half a dozen of the eight in our region that could probably get out of this uh, region and win state. Um, we're hoping to be one of those teams and hoping to be able to prove it, but it's a really good group. I mean, the, the reigning state champion uh, is the eighth seed. I mean, so that's, you know, it's, it's tough. It's going to be a really, it's going to be a knockout down drag out fight uh, for this group. Uh, and, you know, and it's, and I've already set it up. I, I Pete, I, I've done my work. I know how to stream this tomorrow night. So I'm ready for that. I'm excited for you. And the guys, it's, you know, and look, I mean, it's once you start getting to that point where the success builds up and then all of a sudden you realize there's a little more to it than just a regular season. And look, you know, for these kids and obviously you guys, you know, with your senior class, it's a, you know, hey, you know, what better way? Because look, your senior year of high school is one hell of a ride anyway, but you got a lot of stories to go along with it. And for this group that you have and, you know, some talented players, it's you know, it's it, it can make for quite a special moment and to think about your senior year of high school and everything that you did as a player, as a student. And, you know, it's something you go back to when you look on and you look back on years after. No question. I mean, look, uh, whether you're a coach, you're a player or whatever, these are the games you just don't forget, good, bad or otherwise. You're either going to remember it as being, you know, this great or you're going to wake up occasionally thinking about, you know, the play you didn't get or, or the thing that didn't go your way or whatever. So it's just, it's just different. It's going to be cold as hell tomorrow. Uh, How bad? Yeah, it's going to be, but it's going to be fun. I mean, this is, this is why you get into it. This is what are you looking twenties? Oh yeah. High twenties. Uh, oh Jesus. There, uh, there, there, there are plans for both teams to bring in some sort of heaters. Hopefully, no, 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 uh, none of the turf gets melted, and no uniforms get melted in the process. Uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> when you sign up as when you're a kid and you sign up to play football, this you don't sign up just to to go beat the hell out of a, a a team that is you know clearly inferior. You sign up to to win these type games, and you dream of winning Super Bowls or state championships or whatever it is. So this is it's what it's all about. So 20s. I tell you what, Pete, um, if anything, that bodes well to a team that makes their money on the ground. Pardon me? I said, if you're playing and it's the 20s, um, you'd think maybe the running game here is going to be an asset. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, that is obviously what we do. Um, We're a heavy running team, but... Uh, St. V has a, a 6'9", 350-pound left tackle. They're, they're not hurting for size up front either. They've got some nice backs and stuff like that. So uh, it could be a lot of pounding the football for both teams, uh, a lot of uh, pads uh, hitting each other. They've got some some big dudes up front. 
like we do. So that's, you know, that would seemingly be where the game's going to be decided. Uh, you know, I wish you all the best, buddy. And yeah, actually, you know, kind of got that penciled in here. We'll do a show tomorrow night. Still working on who's going to join us as we, you know, we do our Friday night fill-in as, you know, uh, Pete's roaming the sidelines. But yeah, to you, all the folks over here. I'm in the box. I am in the box. Ooh, oh, that's baby, a shame. In the box. That's a shame. That's That's terrible. Good move, Pete. Good call on your part. Uh, but to all you guys, wish you all the best. Pete, uh, Browns, Maven, what's the latest? What's going on? Uh, so as I sort of threatened yesterday, I wrote a thing about sort of where I feel like, you know, the culture conversation uh, has gone and where I think it's more more interesting to look at, sort of think about, uh, which came up again today when Odell Beckham's presser talking about the shoes again. Um, and then obviously, uh, you know, I, I wrote something on JC Treader. Uh, I will probably uh, now with that done, I'll probably write something else on, on where I hope this goes from here. Uh, but yeah, um, you just keep doing, uh, there's the fantasy article that's done every week is up. Uh, I got a new writer, uh, Sean Stevenson, who put out his first piece talking about Jermaine Whitehead yesterday. So, you know, we keep, keep trying to, uh, get more writers. Well, there we go with that. And, uh, you know, yes. Uh, and it was funny because the first time the fantasy piece came, came out, I didn't realize Pete had tagged Brandon Little in it. And I, you know, I know Pete ain't a fantasy guy in any way whatsoever. So I got a chuckle out of that one. And I'll be honest. I'm starting to actually drift away from it a little bit. The more and more we get engrossed with this and everything that's going on locked on. I do enjoy it. What's up? Just get in the end zone. I don't care who does it. Just get in there. Yeah, I, and I'll be honest, because it, it, it'll be like two o'clock in the afternoon on Monday. I'm like, oh, let me check my fantasy scores. It's you know, it's a part I love, and it, it's the, these folks who cover, you know, it, it, who are you know fantasy writers and all this stuff. It, it's amazing, and you know, their mat, their heads are like freaking calculators. It's amazing. I don't know how they do that, um, but you know, it, it, to the point now, it's you know, hey, game's on, let's watch, and you know, hey, you know. Hopefully, you know, the good guys should be better than the better guys, and you, you play it that way. So I'm starting to drift a little away from it, and it feels weird because, but I mean, I played it over 20 years, so you know, maybe that is part of it. But and there's only so many ways I can bend here between doing all this stuff and obviously with you know, a wife and two daughters. I'm going to start slowly to put this one to bed. So uh, at Browns Maven on Twitter, uh, all the work from uh, Pete and now the mini crew of um, Browns Maven through SI.com. Make sure you're following at underscore Pete Smith underscore uh, the show itself at Locked On Browns, all lowercase. Uh, follow back account. DMs are always open. Uh, you guys have been feeding me a bunch of stuff here. You know, yes, I will talk possible head coaches. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it might be the time. Uh, do I do I truly want it? No, but you can't ignore what's going on with the on-field product to this point. No doubt about that, guys. Uh, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Uh, DMs are open over there. I will do my best to continue to try – to return them all, I get a bunch of them in every day. I do have a nine to five, which isn't a nine to five by any means. And then there's always the you know one hour a day where I do slip out. I like to pick up my girls from school, drive them home, and go back to the office. It's kind of like my Zen break of the day. That's usually when anything Browns wise, if it's going to happen, is going to happen. So that period, uh, as we're actually enjoying two days off here in New Jersey uh, for New Jersey Teachers Convention, which means they all go to Atlantic City, go to about uh, a speaking for an hour a day and all the teachers get hammered and drunk, but Hey, whatever. If my kids are off, they're off. It is what it is. Uh, tomorrow night, like I said, we'll get you something. There's no doubt about that. Don't you worry. Uh, I got a couple ideas in mind, a couple of, uh, you know, 
pokes into the fire. We'll get you a show here tomorrow night. Obviously, Pete and the kids want to wish them all the best of luck tomorrow night. Uh, I want Pete to be working a bunch more Friday nights. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, I know he loves it and he enjoys it. And when you get that special year, you want that ride to keep us going as long as it is. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns. <laughs>